Today is Good Friday. There is no celebration of the sacrament of the Eucharist today because we are preparing the Eucharist itself, which is Jesus. For without the death of Christ, we cannot celebrate the Eucharist. Today, we celebrate what Jesus means for our salvation. Our readings today are taken from first reading Isaiah chapter 52 verses 13 to 53 to chapter 53 verse 12. The second reading is from Hebrews chapter 4 verses 14 to 16 chapter 5 7 to 9. And the Gospel reading, which is the Passion narrative from John, is taken from the Gospel of John, chapter 18, verses 1 to chapter 19, verse 42. Today is a day that we should listen to the Word with our hearts, with our life. For the word of God is about our salvation. Why do we need the sacraments? Why do we need Jesus? It is to find meaning in our lives. Good Friday. Today we face the contradictions in our lives. We touch our people in this world. And sometimes we call it justice, the justice system. But why are these people suffering? We do not think that they are suffering because of us. None of us created any human being as to know his heart. If you think you have a right to judge someone, to be just, you have to tell me how you created that person. To justify that that person did not comply with the laws of nature because you created him. But we know the judge did not create the people that he or she is judging. One who bears the burden of the justice system is actually reminding of the world of It's imperfection. If only we will admit our sins, we will be thankful for one who suffers for others. While we are busy in accusing, we forget that the one accused who bears it is actually dying or suffering for the accusers. This is what happened in the case of Jesus. Today, let us contemplate the life of Christ as the gift of God to mankind and see if we can practice what those who executed Jesus realized after his death that he indeed was innocent and the Son of God who has come to save us.
If only we can accept the sufferings of Christ in our lives, at least think about it, contemplate about it, and therefore model our lives on it, then let us make let us not make Christ's suffering vain. Let us make it yield for us and for the world the love of God. In the first reading of today, the passion of Christ, seen in the light of Isaiah, it says, See, my servant shall prosper. He shall be raised higher and greatly exalted because of his suffering. The will of God for Jesus as our Savior was to bear our sufferings and endure our sins. Yet it was our infirmities that he bore, our suffering that he endured, while we thought of him as stricken, as one smitten by God and afflicted, but he was pierced for our offenses, crushed for our sins. Upon him was the chastisement that makes us whole. By his stripes we were healed. We had all gone astray like sheep, each following his own way. But the Lord laid upon him the gate of us all. Christ, of course, was made a scapegoat. But yet he did not see himself as such. He made himself the Lamb of God, saving those who scapegoated him. He did not suffer for his own sins, but we laid our sins on him and he lovingly carried them without complaint. This is why what made Jesus the sacrament of salvation. If he gives his life as an offering for sin, he shall see his descendants in a long life. And the will of the Lord shall be accomplished through him. The world is full of blaming others, pointing fingers and forgetting ourselves. Today, we let us take time to look at ourselves in the light of the sufferings of Christ and understand that this is for us. He suffered to point out the way to us. He did not resist, yet he maintained the truth that he alone knew better than anyone else. The truth that will set us free. So this is the day in which we need to be reflective, be quiet, look at ourselves. Ever since we have been born, how often we learn from others' mistakes. We realize that others suffered for us. In fact, when someone takes you to court, and you are acquitted, if that person is found to have lied against you, remember, he's not imprisoned. 
unless you sue him. Because the purpose of that court was to determine your innocence and guilt, not the persecutor, not the liar. And Jesus said, yes, I'm not going to sue you. I've come to take the suffering for you. We who call ourselves Christians, if we imitate Christ, then a lot of garbage of sin will be taken out of our world. And of course, we will be clean, for we were already clean. For we were in the truth. But also, the sinners will also be made clean by our suffering. If we willingly bear it for those who persecute us, because of his affliction, he shall see the light of fullness of days. Through his suffering, my servant shall justify many, and their guilt he shall bear. Whenever the word many is used in the scriptures, it really means all those who are willing, all those who believe. And he shall take away the sins of many and win pardon for their offenses. This is the life of Christ, the sacrament. It's not to be talked about or to be prayed about. For you see a lot of people, their contribution to the problems of the world, to the sin of the world, is to pray in Jesus' name that they do not suffer. And you wonder if those who are praying in Jesus' name, if they can stand the suffering Jesus, if they can imitate Jesus in his suffering, or than that the words, May God not let you suffer in Jesus' name. What does that mean? Jesus suffered that we may live, have a meaningful life. Let us live that meaningful life by bearing our sufferings, by examining and acknowledging how Jesus suffered for us. For suffering is always a sign that you have done something wrong. But we now know in Jesus, even in his silence, we still came to know that he bore our sins. He never denied that he was the, he was the son of God. He never denied that he was the king, but rather showed the kind of king he was. In our human relationship, let us show in our lives, if we are truly Christians, Acknowledging our sinfulness is one important step of being like Jesus, of being Christians, of validating the sufferings of Christ to take away our sins. We can't even sometimes acknowledge our sins, our faults, our imperfections to our spouses. To our, the people we even claim we love, we watch them suffer. And when we realize that we have wronged them, we try to smooth things over. And yet we have mouth 
that we use in destroying them or that we shut up, avoiding the truth because we don't want to be involved. The mantra of the suffering Jesus and his prayer was, Father, into your hands I commend my spirit because no one else will come to his aid. In the Passion reading of today, Jesus taught us through his suffering, his defense, up to yielding up his spirit. He taught us all about the world that we know very well. And also, by what he endured, he also taught us about God, the creator of the world, how much, what love is. Betrayed by his intimate friends. I no longer call you slaves, uh, slaves, servants, but friends. That included Judas. Betrayed. But all that Christ saw was the will of his father. He knew he would triumph. And he went through the suffering that we may not simply talk about doing God, doing good, but achieving good through suffering. Jesus, knowing everything that was going to happen to him, yielded, surrendered himself to them to be killed and says, leave these other, other ones. And he said, who are you looking for? He said, Jesus, the Nazarene, and he used the word that God used to Moses. I am simple, deep, and complete. And in this, knowing that all power be given to him, he used his power to serve, to give up his life for the many. He admonished even those who came to defend him in the wrong way. Of course, they did not know it was wrong. But Jesus knew and corrected them. He gave advance warning to those who were bold about the fact that they were going to support him. And yet, he did not do anything to placate the authorities. He answered them, answered their questions when necessary, and even kept quiet to his detriment because he knew everything. He knew everything that was going to happen. To Pilate, he said, I have spoken publicly.